Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I'm your host, Christina. If you follow my ministry, you know I am passionate about reviving and uniting the body of Christ in order to fulfill the Great Commission with extravagant love for one another and for a hurting world. I invite you today to join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and best of all, your testimonies of God's goodness in your lives. Thank you for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so happy to have you with me today. I hope you are having a good start to the new year, and I hope that you are believing God for amazing things. We just finished up the last two episodes of Revealing Jesus with a conversation um, with my friend Ryan Bastris, uh, a fellow revivalist and founding minister of Wake Ministries. And we had an amazing conversation about giant killing, confronting giants, spiritual giants. And I feel like the Lord really wants me to continue that conversation. There are so many things bubbling out of me. Uh, regarding that. And so I just want to be true to that and honor that. You know, when I get on here and I do a podcast or whenever I preach or speak or anything like that, even when I pray for another person, I always want to listen to what the Lord is saying and really convey the message that he's giving me because that's where the power is. That's where the anointing is. And truthfully, the Lord knows things that we don't know. I always want to be found faithful to his heart. You know, what he wants matters to me more than anything. So that's where I want to stay. So we're going to continue a conversation today, you and I, about spiritual giant killing. But I also have some uh, things I want to tell you about before we get into that. So if you have not listened to those conversations with Ryan, I, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to them. I believe it's episode 18 and 19, Confronting the Giants of 2020 with Ryan Bastris. I've got an amazing interview coming up with a revivalist and itinerant minister, the founder of the Harvest Family Network, and an amazing pastor with Iris Ministries, uh, Brian Britton is coming up. So look forward to that. Later on after today's episode, I have another testimony for you guys. If you haven't sent me a testimony of God's goodness in your lives, please do so today. There's a link in the show notes. You can submit a Google form and we can tell the world all of the amazing things that God is doing in your life and has done in your life and help encourage others. So make sure you stay tuned to hear that testimony today. And of course, make sure you share yours with me as well. So let's get started with our story of David and Goliath. You know, I know many of us know this story. I'm reading out of 1 Samuel 17. It's a very common story. It's been told many, many times. But I'm thankful that the Word of God is so rich that you can turn the scriptures and you can kind of see them through different facets, much like you would a gemstone. So you can uh, teach 
a specific message one way, but you can also turn it and see a different facet of it as well. So it's a really beautiful thing about the Word of God, but it is important that you make sure you teach it in context and give multiple scriptures to back up your point. Ryan and I were having this conversation about confronting giants in 2020, and it was such a powerful conversation. There was something that uh, the Lord kept highlighting to me. You know, in the story of David and Goliath, we see Goliath making these statements to Israel for 40 days and 40 nights. He made these statements to Israel, and he really put them in a state of intimidation and fear. And a lot of times the enemy will do that. He will make statements to us. But I feel like we need to start making some statements back to our Goliath. And you know, in the new covenant, we use our words much like Jesus used his words. We wield that authority, that sword, that sword of the word of God. We yield that authority that the that God has given us in our voice, in our mouth, to make statements back to our spiritual Goliaths. You know, when I talk about having the heart of a warrior, I'm not talking about actually picking up a sword. You have to understand what your weapons are and how to use your weapons. Our weapons under the new covenant are prayer, worship, our words, our declarations, our prophetic acts. They were all weapons. Our rest is a weapon. And uh, even laughter is a weapon. Love is a weapon. I found that hugs are a really amazing weapon, especially when it comes to ministering to people who've been beat down and discouraged by the enemy and by life. So I've seen incredible breakthroughs just by hugging people. And it's so powerful. So don't ever underestimate what your weapons are. But you have to know what weapon to use where. And the thing is, you must be aware of your covenant with God. David kept making this statement, and it's easy to miss it. He kept calling Goliath, you uncircumcised Philistine, you uncircumcised Philistine. And to the untrained eye, it just looks like David's calling him a name. But David was not calling Goliath a name. David was stating the state of his covenant to his enemy. Every time he said to Goliath, he said, you have no covenant. You have no covenant, but I do. I do. I do. I have a covenant with the everlasting God. I have a blood-bought covenant with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Every time he called Goliath uncircumcised, he reminded him, you have no covenant. You are without anyone backing you up, which means that Goliath stood in his own strength. He stood in his own might. He stood in his own fury. But David, 
a man after God's own heart. And I feel the Lord, that anointing kicking in. He stood in the power of his God. He stood in the almighty. He stood in the covenant keeping God. And I'm telling you right now, those who have authority in their covenant, they know who they are in covenant with. Those are the people who can stand and make declarations to their Goliaths. When I was very sick and I was fighting a Goliath of sickness, the Lord had me taking communion on a daily basis. And every day when I took communion, I would make statements to my Goliath. I would say to him, you come at me with a sword, a spear, and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of the host of the armies of Israel, whom this day you have defied. See, you have to know who Goliath is defying. He's not defying you. He's defying your God, your covenant-keeping God. He is the one one who backs you up. This is the way that you have that bold faith that you can come at your Goliath and say, you have defied my God. Not that you have defied me, but that you have defied my God. And the same God who delivered me in the past from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will now deliver me from you. You are declaring your history with God. You are saying to Goliath, not only do you not have a covenant with my God because you are uncircumcised, but I, the circumcised in heart, the circumcised in faith, and this is a very biblical new covenant concept. Paul talks about being circumcised in faith, believing that we are righteous in faith. Because you are not circumcised, but I am, you will fall. And I am stating to you the proof of my history with God. Because he has delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, he will now also deliver me from you. So this is what you need to state to your Goliath. You need to state that Jesus is your champion and he has defeated him and he will defeat him in your life. You know, I find it very interesting that David chose five smooth stones. Nothing in the Bible is insignificant. And what you have to understand is that in the Hebrew alphabet, Every character represents a number and a picture as well as an alphabet letter. And so the number five represents the number of grace has said, and the new covenant is the new covenant of grace. You need to understand that the only thing that will defeat every giant in your life is grace, is Jesus, is the work of and the person of Jesus. And so when you go to make statements to your Goliath, you need to pick up 
the statements of grace. You need to wield that authority of grace, wield that authority of who Jesus is and what he has done in your life. We all possess a measure of authority in the spirit, and it's based on battles that we fought, and it's based on our understanding of God, of our understanding of our covenant, of our understanding of who Jesus is. But it's also based on the new covenant of grace and what he has done. And those of us who have learned to wield what God has done and not rely on our own strength, but stand in the strength of our champion, Jesus, will be much more successful in battle. And I will tell you that you must pick up your sword. Your sword feels like your sword. My sword feels like my sword. And you cannot wield anybody else's sword. We get into trouble right here because we start trying to sound like other people and act like other people, but you must be you. And as I mentioned before, there's many different weapons. And so the Lord may lead us at many different times on which weapon to pick up. There may be times when he says, pick up a weapon of worship And so we worship our way and we war with that Goliath. Or there may be times when he may say, make statements as you take communion. And so we must live with discernment with what the Lord is asking us to do. Ministry and living in the kingdom of God, there is no one size fits all. You may learn principles. You may learn techniques. You may learn about gifts and how to operate in gifts. But there is no substitute for a living, breathing, dynamic relationship with God through which all power, all authority, all revelation flows from the heart of God. There's no substitute for it. You can't teach your way into the kingdom. You can't earn your way into the kingdom. It is humility that brings you in. It is humility that sustains you. We must be careful in the kingdom of God to not mistake godly confidence, which is humility, for arrogance Those who know their God will do great things. Those who do not know their God will bow to giants. Humility believes God. Humility takes what the hand of God gives and says, thank you. Pride says, no, I can do it on my own. Pride says, no, I will earn it through my religious law keeping. Humility says, I will take what Jesus has done and I will incorporate it into my life and I will fight with those five smooth stones and I will fight with the work of God. I will fight with the work and the person of Jesus. I will fight with the word of God. I will fight with who he is and knowing who he is to me. 
It's testimony time. Get ready for an encouraging testimony on what God is doing in the earth today. Please make sure to submit your testimony of the goodness of God in your lives to me today and hear it potentially read on Revealing Jesus. The link is in the show notes. Let's encourage one another today with the goodness of God. Our next testimony comes from Wes in the United States. Wes writes, I grew up in church and I learned to pray to God at an early age. The one thing I didn't learn, though, was that it was about a daily walk with Jesus. I thought it was just about going to church on Sunday morning and Wednesday night, but I knew something was missing. As I grew in my walk with God, He began to show me about seeking Him daily and even listening to Him in the quiet of my own heart, in the quiet of my own home, where He has shown me more and more of His goodness each day as I spend time listening to Him. Prayer is a lot more about than just stating our needs. It is about hearing God's heart as He speaks to us. Wes, thank you so much for writing in and sharing your testimony with us. I know it's going to encourage a lot of people. And yes, it is about a living, breathing, dynamic relationship with God. It is a powerful thing to hear the heart of the Lord and partner with Him on what He wants to do in the earth today. Thank you, Wes, for listening to Revealing Jesus. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. If you liked today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share it with your friends. If you want more information on our ministry and how you can partner with us, please visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. We've got information on there about our events, blog posts, the extravagant love store, and more. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Christina Pereira Ministries. Until then, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless you.